You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Beautiful touch throw by Darnold. Darnold trying to extend his drive, throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow finds Crowder. Here's some that's deflected and picked up Mosey. He'll take it in. It's a pick six. Over the middle, caught, Mims, touchdown! Here's a pass to Perriman who catches it for his third touchdown play of the game. Now your host, Tom Tuttle and John Eddie Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Back Row Jets Show. I am Tom Tuttle alongside John Eddie Jr. Uh, again, John, we got some Jets information. We got some Jets news because, well, we got some practices. Wow. So that's at least some positive things that we can look forward to. But there are some negative things mm. as well we can get to. But first, I want to start with just a little positive thing about uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, a former, you know, obviously he was with the San Diego Chargers and that's probably where everybody knows him from. But he was on the Jets for a couple of years. So he he's telling us what he thought about the Jets running back. And what he said was, I don't think you will lose anything. Now, that's almost a stretch for me. But he said, I don't think you will lose anything when Le'Veon goes out of the game, Tomlinson said. If you need Frank Frank Gore to be a pass protector, he will do very he will do that very well. If you need him to be a short yardage goal line runner, he can do that. If or, They will feed off of each other. If they are thinking about light, lightening the load on Le'Veon, in my mind, that means a little more Frank Gore. So Le'Veon can be fresher in the fourth quarter and, and in late in the season. I think they will complement each other very well. Now, I love hearing that kind of thing oh, coming yeah. out of Danny and Tomlinson. I, mean, I kind of agree with him here. I mean, if you just think about everything, he's not saying Frank Gore is going to be fantastic. He did say you're not going to lose anything, but I think that's kind of how he thinks. He's like, depending on the situation, you're not going to lose anything if Le'Veon goes out of the game because you have Frank Gore. It's a different type of role. So you're not losing anything. You're not saying Frank Gore is going to be Le'Veon Bell when it comes to pass catching or, you know, even running the patient routes that, you know, Le'Veon can do when he's waiting for the offensive line to break open a nice hole. Frank Gore's more of a, I'm going to run it up here and I'm going to get some yards type of guy. But I agree with what he's saying. The only thing, and it's not a huge issue, is this is, I'm starting to get negative already, (laughs) is Frank Gore did already have like a little hamstring issue. And it doesn't seem like it's a big deal with him, so I'm okay with that. But hamstring is something I always hate saying. I hate the word hamstring when it comes to football because it always seems like it's something nagging, nagging, nagging. But everything I've seen, he already practiced today. So it's all good. We're good there. And it's this is Monday, so Monday, Tuesday, I'm sure he's still practicing on Tuesday. So if you're listening (laughs) on Tuesday, I'm sure he's practicing. But he practiced on Monday. Everything's good. I think he's going to be okay, but I hate the word hamstring. Uh, do you got anything to say about it? Well, it, we kind of touched on Frank Gore a little bit in a past episode where we said yeah. he is so reliable. You know what you're going to get out of him. He's patient. He's intelligent. So, yes, when Le'Veon goes off the field, he'll obviously 
be still a very capable person on the offense. They might not do the same things as if Le'Veon were on the field, but they can do some other things maybe even better. If Frank Gore is still a better pass protector than Le'Veon Bell, well, then you use that to your advantage. As far as the hamstring goes, Frank Gore's, what, 63 years old? Uh, I mean, he'll probably (laughs) take some time off. He'll heal up. He'll be fine. Like Joe says, he is the ageless wonder. I have no issues. I don't think there'll be a single problem. But, yes, hamstring is that four-letter word when it comes to fantasy football, at least Mm. when we talk Mm. about that. It it just makes us cringe a little bit every time we got to talk. Oh, here it is, and it's going to be talked about all season long. But I think Frank Gore will be fine. Yeah, Um, I think he will be fine, especially because we know who Frank Gore is. He's always going to give you 100%. Even if he has a hamstring, he's playing through it. And he's going to be good. But speaking of hamstring, um, I'll just say this. The Jets have had hamstring injuries so far, and we've barely even started. That does not look good. It just sounds bad. When you have four or five, I don't know, it could be even more now that I I didn't look at the most recent uh, injury updates for the New York Jets. But Denzel Mims has an injury of his hamstring. And... I just want to quote what uh, Adam Gase has said about it so far. And you sent me a little yeah. a snippet of this when you found out, and that's how the I sky found was out falling when I sent that one. <laughs> you were what? The, the sky was falling when I sent that message because yes. I yes, didn't read yes. anything more than that. And it's a little bit more than that, so it does sound a little bit better, but it's it doesn't sound great. But anyway, this is what Gase says. He said, mentally, we we can help him improve. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you're not playing that spot, it's all about chemistry. It's all about that chemistry you have with the quarterback. We're missing time. Since he's been here, he's tried to do everything right. That's, that's, that sounds good to me. I like that. And then he says, um, he shows up early. He tries to make sure that he does all the things to take care of his body. It's, it was just a really weird step that he took and he kind of any this, this is how he words it a really weird step that he took and he kind of got stretched out so i think it's overstretched like and just kind of yeah you know but it doesn't sound good it, he it, from what i can tell is adam gaze kind of had this like hesitant like it doesn't yeah. look like it's a good thing <laughs> So hopefully it's not one of them things that he's going to be out for weeks upon weeks upon weeks because I can't stand that type of thing. And, yeah, it just doesn't – I don't think it's good. And do you have anything to say before I go into what we're, I'm going to talk about next because it does apply to <laughs> Denzel Mims, but I just want to get your thoughts on Denzel Mims. Yeah, it, hopefully, again, in the Jets aren't the only team affected by the – four-letter word we're talking about Mm -hmm. here. The Jets are not the only team affected by the hamstring bug. It usually pops up earlier than this, but because of our weird offseason, we're seeing it now here, August 17th, as we were recording this. That is Mm -hmm. really late when it comes to hamstring injuries because those typically linger on into the beginning of the season, but maybe they're prepared for this hopefully they're prepared for this and as soon as you hear that little 
tweak. You're like, okay, we're shutting them down. We're shutting them down. We're going to let them rest. We're going to do whatever. We're going to just let them go over the playbook. So maybe, hopefully, they've prepared for this moment so that he can be ready for the start of the season. But I know yeah. how these rookies can be. They want to go out there and they want to prove themselves. So if they ask him, how are you feeling, kid? He's mm, probably like, don't. I'm fine. I'm fine. Get me back out Let there, coach. There. <laughs> and that's what I worry about. Yeah, that does. That's a very good uh, point there because it could be it could be something so dumb to where he's like, I got to prove myself and I got to get this. I got to get out there and show everybody that I'm better than Chris Hogan because <laughs> that's who we just signed. And that the reason we signed Chris Hogan is because mostly Mims is hurt, you know, but then we also have Vincent Smith who I was thinking, oh, okay, good. I got him on my fantasy team. This is going to be all great. But now he has a core injury and it looks really bad because it's not horribly bad, but it's going to need surgery, and it's going to sound like it's going to bleed into the regular season. So that is why we got Chris Hogan. Uh, it's not just Mims. It's Vincent Smith as well. So the core injury, I, I don't know whether or not that's worse about a hamstring. I know hamstrings will linger and linger and linger, and it will cause you problems all year long. So maybe with a core injury, if that comes back and you get the surgery and you're good, if he comes back, he can actually do something for the New York Jets. But uh, with all that being said, I would not normally be happy about the Jets signing Chris Hogan, but we need somebody. I you mean, don't need to count on him. Happy. That's the thing. Chris Hogan is one of those guys who can be reliable as yeah. long as you're not counting on him to right. be the right. guy. I mean, he had a couple of catches in that Super Bowl against the Eagles. I was just like, oh, mm -hmm. really? We're letting him get out there? I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Chris Hogan can be a productive member of a team, just not a, like, superstar or anything. So I think it's a fine depth signing because that's all it hopefully is supposed to be is depth because Vincent's out into the beginning of the season and hopefully Mims they're just being patient with him. So as long as yeah. that's all it is, it's a fine signing. I have no problems with it. Yeah, so I'm I'm a, I'm happy with it. Um normally I like I said I would not normally be like, hey, <laughs> like, hey we we got we got Chris Hogan. Right. No, I don't really care that much. <laughs> but he might be the third guy on this team right now because where else are we gonna go? It's not right. going to be a tight end that's completely unproven at this point in Herndon or whoever else it's going to be. Right. And it, that's the third guy. He's at least he has some someone. He's he's someone who has some experience and he's done some things in the NFL successfully. But it also comes with some concern with him as well because he hasn't exactly proven to be healthy all the time. Right. So Chris Hogan is one of them guys that's like, that's all right. it's something to at least <laughs> fill the gap right now. Hopefully it's nothing big with Mims and he can come back. He can be good and hopefully Vincent Smith's not out too long. It just really sucks. This is a bad way to start a, a regular season when – the worst spot for us is wide receiver where right. we really needed some help. And all of a sudden now the guy we really were hoping is going to be good. It's Mims. He's got us an injury. Now Vincent Smith's a lot of people were high on Vincent Smith. A lot of people were high on him. And now he's sitting there, you know, out for at least a couple of weeks in the regular season. So it's not good. It's not good at all. But, but. that does lead me to the last thing I want to talk about. And it might affect Sam Darnold. 
in how he you know progresses this next year but i'm seeing a lot of people just absolutely taking a huge crap dump <laughs> on sam Darnold, and they're jets fans i right. can't stand it i mean i understand you want to be cautious that's fine but you're talking about he's like this i there's fans that i'm listening to and hearing and not just not just close to me fans it's fans on you know social media all these different places they're just saying he's this is it if he doesn't do it this year it's over i i understand the sentiment there but i it's i'm sorry he's still extremely young but i have a couple things that i want to share with you so in the nfl the league average for quarterbacks being pressured per drop back is about 34%. Mm. How how many <laughs> what's that? I just I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking my the wheels are turning. <laughs> how many of Sam Darnold's 26 career games has he been pressured less than 34% of his dropbacks? Take a guess. Ooh, I'm going to go with about 3. It's actually more than that. Oh, okay. It's a decent amount more than that. It's 8. Oh. 8 games. Now, his production in those games is what matters. Right. When he cuz when he was pressured less than 34% of his dropbacks, his production is 156 completions, 200 of of 229 attempts. Um 2300 uh, 2039 yards, 8.9 yards per attempt, 13 per completion, 16 touchdowns. A passer rating of 108.3. There you go. And yes, and the Jets were seven and one. Oh, really? How does that figure? Hmm. So I'm sitting here thinking eight games, eight games of 26 games. The other 26 have got to be terrible. I didn't dig that far into it. But that can't be good enough. I mean, this is why offensive line really really matters <laughs> and as much as i absolutely wish we would have got somebody like jerry judy we was sounds like right now he is <laughs> really lighting up, up with the denver broncos but i absolutely love the fact that we went offensive line we said we're going to protect sam Darnold. we're gonna get this worked out and that's what really really matters for the new york jets and i absolutely have to believe that that's we're going to improve. I hope these this this wide receiver thing doesn't end up biting us in the butt because we got all these injuries. But let's Chris Hogan could at least be good enough to be the third guy as long as Crowder doesn't get hurt. That's that's the main one. Yes. Crowder <laughs> needs to stay on the field every single week. If we don't have Crowder, you can almost just say screw it, we're done because Crowder is that guy who's going to catch a lot of passes, especially week one, two, three, and four. Yes, I think that's going to be big, big, big for Crowder. And if you're into fantasy football, trust me, Crowder is going to give you something <laughs> at least the first four weeks. Um, but sorry, I guess that's really about it for this episode. I mean, it's a little bit shorter than yeah. what we normally do because, listen, we had a long episode <laughs> of Fantasy Fuel, so go check that out. It's really fun. I mean, if you go to Twitch and uh, slash Fantasy Fuel, twitch.tv slash Fantasy Fuel, because that was a really, really long mock draft episode oh, yeah. where if you really wanted to hear all of that, you could. It's really long, though. <laughs> yes. Just, trust me, it might bore you a smidge, but it was really, it's really nice to see exactly, because what we did was we went um, 
the first we had me, you, and then we had net, the network of uh, the who does the back row radio show as well. So if you go ahead and check out the back row radio show as well, because he's really good at that. But we went uh, first pick, second pick, third pick. That was one draft. And then third pick or fourth pick, fifth pick, sixth pick. And then we went seven, eight, nine. And then we went um, 10, 11, 12. And that was actually really interesting. So if you're in a fantasy uh, football and you know mock season is right now, this is the time you have to go figure out how you're going to draft. So go get your mocks on. Check out what we did at Fantasy Fuel. And I think that was gonna be, it's going to be really good for you. Another fantasy show you can check out is the Back Row Fantasy Show. They're really good at what they do as well. Um, I think that's really about it. You got anything else for me? Yeah, that's, that's it. We we had a lot of fun doing uh, the extended Fantasy Fuel show. So, again, you know, the Jets show is just eh, a smidge shorter, but it's <laughs> going to start being a normal, longer show because the news is going to start rolling in here. Injuries, oh, guys doing good in camp. So please stick around. We are going to cover it all uh, because we'll have a little bit more time <laughs> from here on out. We're not going to keep doing the long Fantasy Fuel episode. <laughs> so we will have much more in store for you. So if you have nothing else, uh, may I end the show properly? Go ahead. 